Welcome to South Paws, episode 491. I'm not going to jail for you. I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzzwolf. And I'm late. This but that's Shiva. okay. Thanks to editing, we will fix that in post, as we always do. And, hey, look, Fuzz, I remembered to hit the backup recording box. Yay! So, we're all here. It is a lovely evening here on Shiva's patio, and they've got their hookah. I've got my soda. We have the mufflers on the hookah, so it won't... That nice. As much. <laughs> and we even have our old-ass... Wait, 160 gig iPod? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as our emergency backup. We have this really old Belkin mobile mixer board that has a 30-pin iPod plug. So you could record directly from the XLR to the iPod or record out to my, you know, 2019 MacBook Air. So we have like 15 years of equipment spread right here. (laughs) (laughs) And these mics that we're recording on, we've had since the beginning, pretty much. We're actually going to use some of that old Patreon money to replace just get some new mics and new cables we had to retire some stuff recently but you know what when you've been doing a show this long it's lasted for fucking ever all things considered yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but it is a lovely week but replacing equipment is why we have the patreon yep it's been nice one disconnecting a lot from like online twitter furry stuff Mm. like engaging less sticking on my priv like faving the porn i want to fave without too many eyes on it and you know still doing the mandatory here's some retweets on my main here's a picture of adam on my main (laughs) while not engaging nearly as much on twitter it's been very healthy for my brain like the world is there's a lot of really bad shit happening and like retweeting it and stuff like there's only so much you can affect personally but like not engaging in very bullshit has been very healthy to my brain and getting back to some bits of normalcy right this last weekend i was at the arlington arts festival like i did a show with my parents for the first time since march of last year um it was the west main arts festival in arlington texas and we sold a shitload of tie-dye and jewelry it was very nice excellent i'm glad they did well Like, it was super, super windy, and we saw a bunch of people get their tents destroyed by the weather, (laughs) but it was actually very nice otherwise. I told Tieran um, what you were doing that weekend, and he's like, why are there shows? And I was like, I mean, it's an outdoor show, and he's like, why are there shows? There shouldn't be shows. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, I understand that. In many ways, like, we're all having to readjust to going out and doing shit in public again. And the fact this was an outdoor show on a windy day was a lot different than, say, doing a show inside a school gym or something. Yeah. Like, back in the day. Yeah. So, all things considered, it was pretty low risk. Like, the riskiest thing there was probably the uh, CBD huckster that was trying to sell people on Delta HTHC gummies. Have you heard of any of that, Shiva? I don't think so. So... Delta HTHC is apparently this very new to the market thing. Wait, it's hold on. Delta H? Eight. Eight. Yes, actually, Siam has some. Okay. So they this person was selling it at their booth. Very expensive. Like well, I mean, it's like two bucks an edible. And it's a apparently it's a designer drug. Like on par with, according to the people I asked, uh, like K2 or bath salts. 
and can, there have been people that have had very bad reactions to it. Right. Um, I don't know about Sam, but like when I asked him about it, he was like, oh, dude, don't do that. Which uh, gave me a bit of pause because I had already eaten one and oh. had a very unpleasant trip. Really? It was very heady, but not like no euphoria and very high gravity. And it stuck around for a long time. I it was not a pleasant experience. So Siam has been experimenting with various CBD products. Um, he's got back injuries. Um, he's been trying to find a way that will help with the you know, general achiness, um, sleeping, um, and anxiety. So he, he's been experimenting with various uh, CBD products. And he got some of the Delta 8. In fact, I well, the fire truck went by and we hit pause. Um, I went and grabbed the little bit that I had. Um, and yeah, they're, they're little mango gummies. I've eaten quite a few of them. They don't seem to... They don't do anything achy-wise for me, but they might as well be inedible because they feel like I ate a mild, you know, regular old edible. It doesn't have a lot of the... Like you said, it's very heady. There's not a lot of the body feel, like... Um, it doesn't make me like I wouldn't eat these and drive. Oh um, God, no! Um, but yeah, they they are pretty damn close to just eating a plain old edible, um, and they taste okay. They don't taste as as a lot of the edibles I've had, like up in, when I went to Colorado. They they've got a really bitter aftertaste that lingers. It it's hard to describe it, but it tastes green. Yeah, but when you do like a gummy edible it gets stuck in your teeth Ugh. and it's really hard to get rid of that bitter aftertaste Ugh. No. um these don't really have it yeah i i don't know what one you had these are fun <laughs> but yeah not a bad trip for me I, I it was it probably was a combination of the heat but i just didn't have a good time with them like it made me feel very laggy it, very lots of you know chair gravity <laughs> And, like, a heady high, but not the euphoria, and it didn't really have any of the, like, mood elevating that I would want. I was, I, I don't know, I just had a I weird never, reaction to it, I don't know. I never, even from, like, full, you know, like, dispensary stuff, never got much mood elevation. Usually it's, like, a either, like, physical sensations or sometimes i just get a little bit spacey when it's the metal the mental one mm -hmm. um so i don't know like i just i had one and didn't have a good time and then i asked uh, someone i trust on the matter and was like oh dude don't do that because it's apparently this stuff is essentially it's an unregulated designer drug and in as much that like normally delta htsc doesn't exist in concentrations of hemp so it has to be artificially manufactured yeah and um, so like it's legal in texas because it's from hemp and therefore not from the devil's lettuce but, but they're also, making noises about banning it so yeah it's a little they just bit need to legalize the real shit for fuck's sake come on it'd be so much speaking safer. of which you saw the bill coming into congress right no is there actually a legalization bill that's gonna get to congress maybe that was put out by republicans oh. no shit yeah interesting i mean those motherfuckers like money they yeah. like send taxes that's it, why i'm surprised it hasn't happened here in texas because they're like cha-ching all that money that could yeah. be made like they could even like make it as corrupt as shit and their buddies could get the money 
because that's probably going to how it work out if it ever happens here. But like Oklahoma and Colorado, people go up there get that shit. Like so, medical is uh, is legal in Oklahoma, um, but not uh, recreational. Kind of like Florida. Florida. Not that recreation. Oh right, but yeah, you can like go to a doctor and be like, I have the anxiety and like two hundred dollars. So. Fun thing about these versus edibles. So, regular old edibles, I have to, if I take one, I have to, before I go to sleep, and this can be hard, be stone cold sober. Um, And they make me incredibly sleepy when they're wearing off. So, this can be a bad thing. Because I wake up the next day and I feel hungover. Not like headachy and such, but like muzzy and stupid and just not firing on if I go to bed or go fall asleep with those still going in my system. Mm. These, well, one, they don't make me as sleepy as proper edibles. Two, um, if I'm feeling a little when I fall asleep, I don't wake up feeling stupid the next morning. Um, so that's nice. Like, There's definitely a difference between this and the regular stuff, for good or ill. But it doesn't, it doesn't affect me in the same way. Yeah. Um, but like, I also haven't noticed like any benefits from them. They're just for sheer shits and giggles. Like I take, I have some CBD gummies. Like I'm reaching the bottom of my jar that I got from the local smoke shop, and they've been texting me like, "Here's a coupon." Oh. They're just you know CBD gummies. I pop one, and I get a little spacey, and it does have like some pain relieving effects. And if I take two, that's lights fucking out, which I've done recently. Yeah, for so for bed, I usually take a Unisom, and lately, I'm trying to remember the place Siam orders from. Um, it's weird calling him Siam, but he also got me this um, uh, melatonin and CBD uh, oil that you put underneath your tongue. Oh, um, and I've done melatonin by itself, uh, and if I do melatonin half the time, I the amount it takes me to put me under makes me it takes forever to shake it off the next day like i have to highly caffeinate Mm. and even then i'm dragging and then i'm jittering from the fucking caffeine and i'm just having a bad day all over that's Um, a nyquil dust to me um i forget once i i did it for work and i don't know if i mistook something but it hit me like a truck so i think i accidentally like either took some and then derped and took some more because... Oh, man. So I'm going uh, to read the what we were told about the Delta H was people having serious psychological addictions, tremors. It's the new bath salts. Which, you know, that gives you a very evocative mental image of, you know, the people who, like, ate someone's face on bath salts. And... I mean, I've if you're had, not having that effect, that's great. But there could be some people that have oh, that. Oh no, I'm not saying that. That I'm just, <laughs> it could also be who's blending it too. Yeah, and a better distributor or a better lab making it versus others. Yeah, what's really funny though is like this CBD huckster was saying, "Oh, this is my new top seller, and I'm sending it to all these suburban housewives and shit." And I'm just like, man, imagine some like middle-aged housewife going off the shits on this and like eating her husband's face. <laughs> It's like, because it's not just being sold in smoke shops, it's being sold by these, like, you know, health and wellness guru types that massively overcharge for CBD drops. Mm. And, like, if you have that reaction, just 
that would that would get it banned super fucking fast. It's not like oh you got some kids that got this stuff and it went bad for them. No, it's like some suburban housewife who's on the PTA had a bad reaction and bit the nose off the chairman. Yeah, well, the, and the chairman's like, "Is this for? It's I not mean, great." It it'd be hilarious to me, but also like we don't want anybody to have a bad trip like that. Yeah, um, but the sublingual isn't Delta Eight. It's just plain old CBD, and I can do that, and I don't. And, you know, normal wake up, have a coffee or something, I'm fine, but I'm not dragging my ass. But, no, the, I can't do straight melatonin. I've tried it. It does not work well for me. Yeah. Um, for me with, like, melatonin, from, my, from what I understood of it, like, it's not supposed to help you get to sleep as such. It's supposed to, you take one and you go to sleep and it keeps you asleep. So if you're having trouble, like, where you only sleep, like, five hours or six hours a night and you really need that whole eight or whatever, it's good for that. So I've taken some like that and woke up just fine and not had, like, that muzzy feeling or anything. Z-Quill, for me, doesn't... Like, it's hard to get out of bed initially when I wake up, but... At once I'm up and moving around and doing my morning routine and everything, it, it shakes off really quickly and I'm normal. So, z is the same as an antihistamine. It's the same antihistamine as in regular Benadryl. I think there's like two. <laughs> um, and then it's also the same thing in Unisom. Uh, Unisom has like two different forms. They've, they've got like a white chalky tablet. Mm-hmm. And that's one particular one. And See, I'm then, not familiar with Unisom at all. And then there's the the clear blue gel tablets. The the chalky, mm-hmm. and they're two different um, whatever. I tried the chalky ones, and that made me cranky like a toddler. Like, it would... I felt fussy. I felt angry, like, tired, angry, like, I'm... You know, <laughs> Leave um, me alone. I want to go to bed. It was... <laughs> It's like but also, prednisone. but also kind of wired because you you get if you ever been so tired you're just kind of angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. But the other one, the the blue gel ones, it just I start drifting off sitting up. Mm, those sound good. Yeah, we, I get like the Kroger brand. Meanwhile, for me, it's, it's like cheap I might drill. I might look into that for for Tyrion or something. Hold be on. Like, if if I take a Benadryl, I'm unconscious for eight hours, mandatory. Like I and I will be hungover <laughs> for like the next day. It sucks. I do not take it. Well, there's that one web comic. It's like Benadryl. You can't sneeze if you're unconscious. Exactly. But yeah, this has been your drug minute with Southpaws. Um, like, oh no, it's gonna go a little longer than that, Southpaws. Yeah, because Shiva's got the goods here. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot. You know, when you've got this many people in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot of uh, sleep aids there, Shiva. Uh, so I ordered some for Kroger that were supposed to be... Uh, I ordered some for Walmart, and I ordered some for Kroger, because I would had a hard time getting it for a while. And I bought, like, the 100 pill whatever. Well, they were out, so they substituted. As a result, I have a bazillion, like, 30 or 60 pill... <laughs> bottles so of just them. added them up for you. So I got like a year supply. Here, take one for Tira, and I've got plenty. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I got plenty. Yeah, I, I'm not going to suffer uh, for you know no, some. No pill- more crushing up and snorting melatonin tablets for me. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 
11. I've got 11. Yeah, they were just sort of like, all right, they want, like, she ordered a two, yeah, some two of the, double count 100 bottles, so we're just going to give you a shitload. I think that's one of the 64s. Let me have that, and you can try the 32. All right. But Is yeah. this the chalky kind, or the, no, oh, no. these are the gel. Good. These are the gel. Oh, man. Um, Drug deals live on camera. But no, they, they went a little bit not so compensating for giving me a smaller size. Mm. Um, I've got so much right now, it's not even funny. They didn't charge you extra for that, did they? Nah. Did they? Okay. Because like like you save money when you buy the 100 bottle of a, of a pill. Yeah, when they do sub, they pretty much just charge you what they would have originally. It's like but, those hilarious little things where it's like, I ordered four four tomatoes and they got me four bunches of tomatoes i have that happen to me um i've actually taken to specifying in my grocery pickup so just there's so many pills <laughs> and it's not even like super fun recreational pills it's knock you out so you can sleep pills yeah it's the shiva is forced to keep a daytime it, schedule when she is nocturnal pills and it's it's not really a drug dealer she just gives me a bottle, yeah, it's a drug right? gift it's a drug gift <laughs> nothing right. different first one's free <laughs> oh no no but like oh. just, Shiva, who's your supplier uh, Kroger, Kroger. <laughs> and Walmart um, gray muzzled drug deals so the, so the stupid thing is like so this in like Unisom like the 32 one is mm. I don't know six eight bucks Kroger brand is like three. Oh, nice yeah and Kroger just brand the same drugs are cheap as shit like, yeah, and it works. The difference between their Benadryls well. is, or aspirin is astronomically cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, why bother? I'll just buy Kroger branded. It's same, it same active ingredient. It puts me to sleep. Okay. I'll spend <laughs> a third of the price of the brand name Unisom. Yeah. So, other than that, the, the festival was really nice. Like, everybody was super, super chill. Everybody bought stuff. Like, the music was good. We weren't super close to any of the bandstands, so, like, or it wasn't super loud. Mm. And, like, I even, I ended up walking, like, six miles that day, according to my watch. <laughs> um, because, like, I, at one point I needed to walk down to the Dollar Tree to get some, like, clothespins for my parents. And I stopped by uh, the Shipley Donuts there by UTA. That place has been in business the same spot for like 70 fucking years. Jesus. Is it the original or? Uh, it's probably not the original building, though that building's been there as long as I've been alive. But like everybody inside was Asian. So the donuts were really good. <laughs> this was the Main Street Arts Festival, right? Yeah. Main Street Arts Festival in Arlington, Texas. I, the fr I've been once and it was just, I forget, we stumbled across it randomly um, and we end up going. It was a great time. And then we keep missing it happen again because we want to go back. Mm -hmm. Maybe not this so year. They but. moved it off of the east side of Main Street to the west side of Main Street, which isn't super far, but they made it longer, which unfortunately in the previous years, it was next to one of the like Austin microbreweries. Mm -hmm. So they always had their tap room open and you could get a beer during the day and go use an indoor restroom instead of a porta potty. It was it was still really nice and I had a good time. Like it felt so nice just to have that little bit of normalcy. I was hot, I was sweaty, I was dehydrated, I got sunburned, my forehead is fucking peeling, my five head is fucking peeling. But you know what? That's normal. That's that's how things were. And it feels so fucking good even to go out there and be a little miserable. 
You guys have the new CDC guidelines. Yeah. Which is basically, got a vax, go out and live your life. And, you know, I think that's great. Like, I I was outdoors, didn't have a mask on that day because it was super windy and nobody's breathing in my fucking face. But also, like, I'm vaxxed. My parents are vaxxed. I don't know about these other people, but I know I'm okay. And, like, the new CDC guidelines are like, hey, if you got vaxxed, go live your life. Little iffy. Don't trust everybody on that point. Like, when we go to Bucky's this weekend, Fuzz and I, I'm well, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm, I'm not his keeper here. I am absolutely wearing a mask. Yeah, okay. I'm going to still wear a mask when I'm, like, indoors around people. I mean, if I'm going into Bucky's, which is super fucking packed, if I'm going into, like, Grapevine Mills for whatever reason, I haven't been out there yet, but I'm going to work up the courage to do it just so I can get that, like, exposure therapy going. Um, if I go to the grocery store, they still have the signs up, hey, please wear a mask, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But, like, the new CDC guidance is, like, Hey, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. I'm just like, well, you you retweeted a thing, Fuzz. It was a screen cap from The Thing, 1984. It was like, mm-hmm. uh, nobody trusts anyone anymore. We're all so tired. Yep. Which, I mean, look. True. We all we all got our our vaccinations as fast as we could, and like, we're we're seeing people that are vaccinated. We're not going out and having big shindigs. So like we're good and like when the cons come back this fall you bet your ass i'm gonna have a mask on during the con you will not get to see the lower part of my mouth unless it's i'm in your never mind my mom listened to this um <laughs> so you know like <laughs> it's uh i'm still gonna keep these things in mind but like also i haven't been sick in a year i haven't had a cold my allergies have been pretty mitigated when it's really flowering outside mm-hmm. like masking up has been just a net positive for my health and so i'm gonna keep doing it even if like it's not oh you know you've got people that are like oh you're you're addicted to masking it's like no i have been sick in over a year and i would like to keep that streak going so like i think that we need to continue to adopt masks when appropriate like if you're sick wear a fucking mask dude like if you're going into a packed place just for your own health wear a mask like we've all accrued a number of stylish mask options over the last year might as well, use might as well keep them going like i made sure to you know did a load of masks today just because i'd been out and worn them and they'd gotten a little breathed on so yeah you know we're good same i was i was prepping to have a couple of my favorites uh clean and ready to go for our uh, trip this weekend so we did mention bucky's though and this is something that uh shiva you you know a lot more about than we do mm-hmm. but as a one cool thing this week and i'll include a link in the show notes um mike chin and his uh who is a youtube food blo- food videographer guy yeah he has his own channels um plus he does a particular channel called strictly dumpling okay and so he did a video where he he he'd gone down to Austin to do a barbecue video, mm-hmm. and he happened to go by the New Braunfels Bucky's and made a video there where it was just titled "24 Hours of Eating at the Largest Gas Station Slash Convenience Store in the World." And that's Bucky's because holy shit, they're huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if they are the biggest one in the world, but it's probably pretty close. And that New Braunfels one is real big. I always make sure to stop by there if I'm having to go to Austin. Is it bigger than the one up in Denton? Um, I I think so. I've been to the one just north of Austin. Yeah, and now like I went to the one up in Denton. Yeah, there's New Braunfels, 
uh, Temple, uh, Denton, Speedway, I think Terrell. There's it's one. east on 30. Yeah, yeah. you have to head out, like, uh, I think it's, yeah, 30. It's off 20, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. Because yeah. um, we, we hit it on the way back from Marshall, where we got our vaccinations, and, and went to 20 all the way out there. And I know I pass it when I'm heading out towards, like, Texarkana. Yeah, yeah. So... I wouldn't be surprised if there's one on 20 and 30 because they're both those two big arteries leading out of DFW mm-hmm. and out of the state. So. Then there's the one off, uh, yeah, Royce City. Mm-hmm. So, yes, in my brain, I have memorized the various locations of the Buckies around here. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember the name of my seventh grade teacher, but I can remember the Bucky's locations. Well, to be fair, you've seen a Bucky more recently than you've seen your seventh grade teacher. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so the security questions for your bank account are all the names of just different Bucky's locations. <laughs> Which Bucky do you go to when you're going to Oklahoma? Which Bucky's do you go to on the way to Austin? Which we, one do you go to on Houston? We were actually going to, because we're driving to my dad's for Memorial Day, we were actually thinking about stopping at the one heading out of town to one fill up and grab some road snacks because they've got such a hellacious... A selection of snack food, and it's a twenty fucking hour drive to Virginia. And snacks you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, and that, and I wanted to bring back like beaver nuggets for my yeah, dad. Yeah, you should <laughs> totally take some beaver nuggets as a as a gift. So, in this video, Mike Chin tries like probably a dozen different things from Bucky's sandwiches, burritos, and tacos, mm-hmm. and like he ha- he tried a bunch of stuff that I'd never even looked at in terms of. Going, getting food at Bucky's, and Man, was like, I want to try some of those, the like the beef sandwiches he got. Yeah, they were like, rah, that, rah, rah. I want that fucking huge the burrito. The yeah. meat, yeah, it's yeah, got, like all the different meat in it. Like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna make a diet break after all this weekend. <laughs> I mean, you go. That's gonna be our breakfast slash lunch. Yeah. So like that and the kolaches, because I always get kolaches and some of the cookies. I haven't cookies. had theirs to know if they're any good. I don't. The the biggest kolaches I hit was when I go through West. Yeah, check stop. and, and yeah. yeah, check stop. And uh, not that and, Trader Slovish X. Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. corporate fuckers. Ah, and col- <laughs> strong opinions about. <laughs> Gotcha. Wait a minute. Is is that actually? A, yeah, um, it's a corporate. Owned I don't know. It, it, it's not West, and how dare they set up shop right there? Okay, so yeah. the Sheck Stop in West Texas has been there for fucking ever. It is a dingy little gas station slash bakery that's been there forever, and they're fucking delicious. Is an usurper that showed up and was built within the last decade. It's a big, quick trip slash like, you know. Fuel City type place, yeah, not quite Bucky sized, which is much slicker and newer and more expensive. Mm. And in my estimation, not as good. Yeah. I mean, you want to support Check Stop? They've been totally. making this their thing for so long, and they're plus they've got all those delicious sausages. They've got baked goods. They got more than just kolaches. Yeah, and you know the owners of Check Stop are going to keep the money in the in West's local economy. More than like a, a a big company that's doing the other one. Yeah, and well, it's what's really neat about checks. Okay, it's not really neat, but like check stop is like you said, it's much smaller, and but it's become so famous. There's like people like us that live hundreds of miles away will be like. We're gonna stop there on the way to Austin, on the way to Waco, or on the way to on anything. the way back. Yeah, or yeah, on when the way co- back. Yeah, yeah. You always 
stopping west to get kolaches. Yes, they Always. are right on I-35. And so, but you'll go in there and the line will be going like all the way around the inside and sometimes out the door. Yeah, they, they like <laughs> snake up on, because it's like a convenience store. So yeah. they'll snake up and down and up and down, like snaking through all the aisles of the store to keep people inside because it's fucking hot outside. But yeah, like West Texas is like really great. Like I remember when we did Waco Pride back in 2019. I did that with my parents. On the way back, I made sure to like, I think I got kolaches for you guys, Fuzz, and made sure to like just bring you a dozen like that evening as I was driving back or the next day. I was like, yo, guys, I'm, yep. I'm stopping by West. You want me to bring you some kolaches? So I walked out of that store with like yes, two dozen. Underlying yeah, and we sent, like, and I asked Tyrion and Ajax, and we ended up sending you a fucking list. Uh, yes. Thank you for doing that, by the way. It was probably a lot more kolaches than you had anticipated buying. <laughs> you sent um, me like some Apple Pay money, I'm um, sure. On, on this note, I also want to mention that at one point during um, quarantining, when no one had gone anywhere for a while... Tyrion was getting antsy, and he wanted to leave the house for a bit and just, like, be in his car. So, one day, he just got in his car, and he he drove down to West. And, you know, we all put, like, what our favorite kolache flavors were in in our house Telegram chat. And he came back with, I don't know how many it was, like, boxes and boxes of stuff from the check stop like we actually ended up taking whole boxes putting them in freezer bags and freezing them so we had kolaches for i think he gave me some of them literal weeks and yeah i think i think we did give you yeah you like dropped them on my porch so i i know this i forget what i was i think i was going down to pax east or so or pax Pax south You can call ahead to them and place your order. And then, so they've got the the gas station side and they got the bakery side. Mm-hmm. You can call ahead, tell them what you want, and pick it up from the bakery side without having to wait through that goddamn line. Ooh, that's good to know. That's yeah, good Texas tip here, y'all. But on the thing of Mike Chen... Oh, can you pay with I don't, that too? Or? I don't remember. Just, okay, but... Anyways, how many years ago did we go to That Pax? was twenty fifteen. Yeah. So it's yeah. been a hot minute. Right, yeah. Um but on the for more things at Mike Chen's, like he's done a bunch of noodle places. A lot of it is like I know you can't eat because it's like pho and stuff like that. You know what I enjoy about that though? Is even when he goes to the noodle shops, I'm like, I recognize that shopping plaza. I know where that ramen place is. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one uh, fa back he went to last, mm-hmm. that's down the street from Jasmine's. Oh, okay. Cool. And I know this because my co-worker has been nagging me, the other foodie co-worker has been telling me to go there, and he's a little Vietnamese guy, mm-hmm. has been scolding me to go there for fa for all the years I've been at my job. I haven't done it because every time I go down there, I go to Jasmine's. <laughs> so, uh, one, you saw the taco one from like last week or so, right? I did not see the taco one. I watched the ramen one, the noodle shop one, and I watched the Bucky's one. So, there, there's a Mexican food one, and he goes out to a couple taco shops. Uh, one of them, the ones that they wrap in corn husks, and I'm blanking on the name. Tamales. Tamales. I think it's tamales. But they do another, like, tamale shop. Well, one of them is actually right on the corner of you. Oh, yeah. the, the Yeah, the one right. It, it used to be a La Paloma. 
Uh huh. Um, and I forget what they renamed it to, but it's right down there in that shitty little shopping mall behind the U-Haul. Yeah, right next to the U-Haul. Yeah, um, Sarah sent me a couple pics of the tacos, and I was like, mm, "That looks fucking good." And there's also the Pandaria Guatemalaca, which is right there. I which haven't is, tried them. I haven't either, but it's a Guatemalan bakery, and their or their menus in Spanish, which means it's legit. So we went. We used to go there um, when it was La Paloma. And Sarah used to go there with, like, his uh, Mexican co-workers, which is how he knew about it. And then he dragged me to it. But we hadn't been there since we moved away from next door to you. Yeah. Well, again, like what Fuzz was saying, it was like, oh, it's like, oh, where is that? Wait a minute. I know that t- shopping center. <laughs> oh, it's not a La Paloma anymore. Huh. When did like, it not be a La Paloma? So there's two things that have been going around. Um, there's the birria tacos. Which is, birria is, uh, they take beef and they stew it in, like, a slow braise. Uh-huh. And then they take it out and they shred it. Uh, so you got this really rich, very tasty soup that is left behind. So they take taco, corn tacos, fill it with a meat, and then they dip the tacos in the, the soup, which has a fair bit of grease on top because it's Mexican food. Of course. And then they fry it on either side. Oh, hell yeah. Um... And, of course, you have to pry it open and put in your toppings. But there, it's slightly spicy, not too awful. But they have it there. It is kind of of something that's just getting known. It's more out in Cali, but apparently they're making it here. They have them there. They are very good. Um, And they also do trumpo. Trumpo is apparently the little turny spit uh, that they do al pastor tacos on. Okay. And I was looking around because I kept reading about al pastor is really tasty so i went around and i was looking for places in dallas that did did al pastor well apparently around here you would more likely found it find it listed as trumpo and so they have you know the the turny spit al pastor you know tacos those are really good i had their carne asada also really good i haven't had a bad thing there and mike chen also on gets like a deep fried churros Nice. And they've got caramel, and they also have vanilla. Usually, Sarah's a caramel person to the bone. Like, there's very few things he likes better in this world than caramel. But the um, churros that they do there, they have the really good, uh, almost like Boston cream filling in the middle of it. Ooh. There's got a couple of shittier versions. There's some that taste like chemicals, and then there's a, like that one brand that is really, really good. And when you find a donut shop that uses it, it's it's very Great. good. But get a deep fried taco. Uh, sure up. Taco too, but... Um, deep fry everything, baby. But yeah, we we went there uh, twice last... Two weekends ago. And then me and Sarah went for lunch last weekend because they were cleaning our carpets. We literally had nowhere to sit in the house. <laughs> because yeah. they were also hitting the upholstery. So we went out for a drive. Well, they... Sh- like, Siam took, like, the one available seat in the house. Um, we got out of the house to go do Stuff. stuff. So we went there. We were driving down Beltline and found flowers on the side of the road for his mom. Because <laughs> they're like, well, Mother's Day is coming up. We'll do this, this, and pass by. Look, there's flowers. Let's go get flowers. Turn around, go back. Yeah. The other thing is up, they have one over here by like 99 Ranch. But they also have one up in, uh, not the colony, but like Frisco. Uh-huh. It's called Somi Somi. And what they do is they make little fish-shaped cones. Usually, 
Uh, if you've ever seen Taiyaki, the little fish cakes with uh-huh. like bean curd that they eat in Japan on like anime, same batter, but they do it in like an open fish mouth shaped, and they fill it with soft serve. Oh, okay. and they also you can get a smear of something up the inside, so custard like or a nu- cone. or Nutella or you know they got like three or four five different smears you can do up the middle, and usually like six different flavors of soft serve. And the batter that they use for the cone is really, really good. Yeah. But they always give me way more ice cream. I just basically want them to take a fish and put just enough ice cream on the middle to to top it off. That's all I need, but they usually give you, like, this big pile of soft serve and then a fish stuck on top. Nice. I was going to say, like, if he wanted to go off and have just an infinite content, he could just go to, like, all the places off of Old Denton and Trinity Mills, mm-hmm. 99 Ranch, and then go by the 85C Bakery there and all the little, like, yeah, Finding parking over there is hard. Oh, it's a nightmare. But, like, I went out there, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and ate on the patio after getting, like, $10 worth of pastries. Oh, I love 85 degrees. Oh, it was so good. I like over... I, because I've we've lived up here for forever and we eat a lot of Asian food. That's good. Uh, I go over by the H Mart and there's all that over oh, there, yeah. including the chicken butt place. Chicken butt place. It's literally called like chicken asshole. In um, and, and, and you the sign is a chicken's butt facing you with like little X where the butt would be. Of course. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a Korean bar type um, atmosphere. So you go and you order soju. I think they've got karaoke. And they also serve bar food there, which includes, like, these little hot plates that they put over, like, sterno burners of all this stuff. In fact, Mike Chen talks about it. But I've been there long before him because I had another friend in the area who loves Korean food and steered me there. And it's it's basically chicken butt (laughs) is what it translates into. And their food is really good. But there's also a tiny, another little Korean place coming up kind of on the corner of Hebron and 121. Uh, we wanted to go out to like a grocery store early in the morning. H-Mart was swamped. 99 Ranch is swamped. It's like, well, there's a little one around the corner that just kind of like all the shops aren't filled out yet. And we went up there and it was dead quiet. So we went in and we did our shopping with our masks and got all our produce and everything else we'd get when we get go to an asian grocery yeah there's a really good all you can eat asian uh korean barbecue place called yoon barbecue that's right there on the northwest side of old denton and trinity in yeah, the other h mart parking lot in that corner up the corner there's one called omi uh-huh. also all you can eat and it's really good <laughs> yeah like oh god panther and i went there with some friends who are leaving the area like this is late 2018 i guess or 2019 and he really wants to go back there, and it's like, okay, we can do that now. Like, we went to the Benihana last week. We can do this shit in theory. So, Omi's good, Gooey Rock is good, and but more expensive and higher quality. And I haven't been to Yoon. Do not go to Gen over by 99 Ranch. They are trash. I've been there, like, twice now, and... No, it, they were bad both times. You can get better, mu- better bang for your buck elsewhere i was kind of bummed that gang young chicken folded uh get bbq chicken try bbq chicken well is that a different restaurant yes it's actually called bbq chicken and it is korean fried chicken kind of like gang jung chicken 
And they're one of the largest chains coming over from Korea. Hell yeah. I didn't know about this. I was just looking for something late night on DoorDash that wasn't fucking uh, fast food. And they were still open. So we ordered them. And it was like, holy crap, this stuff is really, really good. Uh, Then come to find out, well, they're actually world famous. And they are all that in a bag of chips. They are really good. Mm. I will definitely have to check that out then. So there's one out in Arlington. There's one out in Plano. I know it will reach over here, so I imagine it would reach down to you. Unfortunately, I think this is one of the things Fuzz can't eat. I was going to say, man, as soon as they figure out how to turn off allergies with CRISPR, I'm there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, turn off my soy allergy and I will go and join you guys on all of these food adventures. Yeah, it's good. So if you're missing Gang Jung, try them. Uh, They've got a secret spicy that's not quite as hot as Gang Jung's uh, crazy spicy. Still very flavorful. Sounds good to me. Their soy garlic isn't as good as Gang Jung's. Gang Jung definitely had a better soy garlic one, but they have a honey garlic one that is killer. Um, they're now pretty much uh, Siam's favorite food. If we're going to order out, that's what he's going to go for. <laughs> and much to the guy's chagrin, they also send a long container of what they call farts, and which is the little white radish cubes. Which I like and will eat, but unfortunately, when you have the lid off, you kind of get, you smell the vinegar and everything else. But mm-hmm. when you put the lid on, or it's not, what gases out is, because it's a radish, it's sulfur, uh-huh. so it smells like farts. You know, when effing birds put eat farts on a mug, you weren't supposed to take that literally. <laughs> but yeah, if you're missing that, try them, because we were trying to find a replacement for them, and that was a critical success. So, shifting topics very slightly from food to consumerism, consuming food to consumerism in general, the nerds have ruined Pokemon cards. So, as everything in 2021 has seemed to turn to, everyone's looking to make a quick buck on everything. Card flippers, resellers, motherfuckers that buy out all the goddamn Animal Crossing cards for uh, the Sanrio characters that I still haven't gotten and probably won't get at this point. And now that people have literally resorted to violence over them, Target is going to stop selling Pokemon cards and general collector cards overall. According to Kotaku.com, thanks to a combination of the pandemic, late-stage capitalism, and people being assholes, Target stores across the U.S. are about to halt all physical sales of certain trading cards with Pokemon on the list. As comicbook.com reports, the restrictions will kick in from May 14th and will only apply to physical stores with online sales unaffected. Target says that it's not a permanent move, just temporary suspension, and will affect NFL, NBA, and MLB cards as well as Pokemon. There's a number of factors responsible, all of them related. Because of the pandemic, the production and distribution of cards has been hit, so stores have had fewer to sell. That, combined with the explosion of reseller markets, fueled by the sums generated by certain cards at auction, have led to increased competition for the stock that stores have received. And that's where the increased competition for goods in a physical space in 2021, there's violence, with recent and most likely contributed Target's decision being a fight that broke out in a store in Brookfield, Wisconsin, over sports trading cards, which led to one man being beaten and a gun being drawn. Over Pokemon cards? Um, yeah. Wow. Well, it's just said sports cards. They're not going to name Pokemon cards, because that would probably just be like, oh, Mm. you're affecting our brand. No, just sports cards. But this is no different 
than like speculators getting into fistfights over rare comic book covers in the 90s mm. except it's fucking pokemon cards again because you know this was popularized with some youtuber motherfuckers and now people are like oh you know i'm gonna grade this old charizard no it's worth three thousand dollars and you know kids just can't get pokemon cards to play anymore it's all adult weirdos like magic and Yu-Gi-Oh, not affected but Pokemon, because it's like the largest brand in the world, mm. uh, people are going nuts for and definitely ruining it for everybody. Like, it's not just Target. Walmart's been cracking down on sales recently as well, with some stores locking their cards away in the electronics section and limiting sales and others taking them off the shelves altogether. Hi, Bo. You know, it's like, gotta buy the cards and sell them. You can't play and enjoy the game. That's for losers. I don't know much about the Pokemon card game. But I know that I had some of those cards as a kid and played. Hi, Bo. He's 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 yes. like you're ignoring me. I'm out here on the on the yard with you, and you're not throwing the ball so that I can keep away. <laughs> so like, yeah, Pokemon cards. You can't get that shit anymore. It's like always some guy like trying to snatch up as much as possible and resell them for triple the price because he can mm. because everybody's got to try to make a buck. Yeah. On that note, I saw someone tweeting about there's going to be there was a a game released for PS4 that did really well and this person really liked it and now they're they're releasing their PlayStation exclusive sequel to it but it's not going to be on the PS4 it's going to be on the PS5 and of course he's like they're like well no one can fucking buy a PS5 so it's really dumb the not make it also compatible with the PS4 because mm-hmm. it's like now, now nobody can play this fucking game. I can't play this game because nobody can get a fucking PS5, not for like a reasonable price. Yeah, it's you can buy it for a thousand dollars off of scalpers on Amazon if you want. Well, like, and when it comes to like video cards, um, Panther has an RX 580 in his old ass mac pro and it's a 2016 video card and it's still oh. selling for like 800 dollars online the God. card that i have in my machine that i paid like 829 for right mm. before like the tariff protections kicked kicked off and like the prices spiked up crazy because bitcoin bros are fucking stupid mm-hmm. like is now selling for 1800 dollars, <sighs> and it's like it's this scarcity of people buying shit out online. And like, I have heard of places where stores are like, they just, they're selling cards for MSRP under the counter because they just, they list it not online. But if you go in store and ask them to purchase a video card, they'll be like, yeah, we got it. And there's also this, um, I read about this other, um, newer type of cryptocurrency that comes out that is really hard on um ssd drives yeah so like they were saying if you mine this you will basically completely destroy a 512 gig ssd in six months <sighs> cryptocurrency needs to be outlawed the miners who own large mining rigs need to have their wealth expropriated and they need to go to jail there is no joke here that is literally my feeling because they're erasing every ounce of progress we've made with green energy and doing nothing for beanie babies that you can trade for drugs and like you have these dumb fucks like elon muskrat who crashed the market of for crypto because he's decided oh wait i'm gonna have a moment of conscience or i'm gonna pump and dump either way and caused crypto markets universally to crash because elon musk is like oh wait cryptocurrency is bad for the environment 
and causing drops across the board yeah, for everything from Tesla's no longer going to accept any kind of cryptocurrency, and so all the cryptocurrencies dropped like significant amounts. Yeah. I mean, it's still worth stupidly high more than it should be because it's literally fake internet money. Like they basically tried to regulate him to the point where he can't manipulate the uh, stock market anymore by doing stupid shit. But now he's like, oh, I'm going to manipulate the crypto market. Yeah. Instead. So like, Bitcoin's down like 10 grand per coin since like yesterday. I mean, it's still $50,000 a coin. As of this recording, yeah, I saw somebody online saying if it drops to like five hundred bucks again, I'll, I'll I'll get back in. <laughs> well, like early in the pandemic, they were down to like three grand. What? What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I remember seeing shit about that where like Bitcoin had basically crashed, but then now like everyone's flipping out and trying to make money, so it's all just like nerds pushing each other to make the Bitcoin go higher. I don't I don't know the fucking mechanics of that shit. But, like, the price has spiked up massively since, like, 2019. So, needless to say, we are not crypto-friendly on this podcast. I know nothing about it to understand anything about it. All you need to know is that it's it, it, it's very fueled by the speculator market. Like, it was supposed to be a form of anonymized currency that you could buy shit online completely anonymous. You know, things like ebooks groceries assassins you know drugs. everyday drugs everyday things right um and then you know spectators got into it and started driving the price up and up and up so they're not really used to buy shit anymore i mean except for possibly assassins and drugs um now it's just like a, an unregulated stock market and <laughs> i saw this person rage tweeting at uh at elon musk talking about how he he'd wiped out like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars of his value or or something like that because you know musk made the bitcoin drop but all you really need to know is that they're terrible for the environment because they're the miners will set up like a massive warehouse full of computers that are running a hundred percent constantly so you're using up a shitload of, of electricity on the computers themselves and you're using up a shitload of electricity on the hvac to keep them all cool and it's just using all this energy burning through more oil and fossil fuels and so it's just you know there's been comparisons like this is using up more energy than some countries use in an entire year um so like you know it's it's causing problems with deforestation and mm -hmm. stuff so it's it's just bad for the environment and it doesn't actually produce anything you know like republicans i don't even know how you mine for bits i mean it's it, just programs that run on a computer it's doing math it's solving it's solving Sudoku's so you can get Beanie Babies as you trade for heroin. Yeah. That's that's the description that I've heard. So that that has been the Bitcoin minute because that's bad for you. Do not do it. Um, so let's actually, as we're approaching nine thirty, actually hit on the the reason for this episode's title. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Yes, because yeah, you know we we lead in the front. It's like I'm not going to jail for you. Oh, Shiva, I think Bo wants to go in. 
So we lead in with the the title of the episode, and we don't explain what it is until the end, because then sometimes we forget about it. But this particular reason um, is... It's not planned. We're just that scatterbrain. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we're like bad clickbait. (laughs) (laughs) Not even on purpose, really. Just... (laughs) eh, You get all the way through the clickbait article, and I don't even see the thing that led me in to want to know about this. (laughs) You know? Well, SoFurry has banned Cub stories well cub porn stories yeah cub porn stories so it's not like oh if your character in high school it's not banned but if it's a sexual content featuring characters that are underage it's banned okay that's fine that's reasonable and the reason for it is actually the most easily justifiable reasons ever because the uh the site owner tamal literally was like look just to clarify because they made this this post it's like we're changing our aup beginning today so furry will no longer accept any submissions with underage characters and adult stories or other adult textual content such as rp forum or chat posts while there are several external reasons for this change it also brings our rules to text-based content in line with visual art moving confusion over what's allowed and what's not we are aware this will affect the number of stories we did not make this change lightly but we will try to mitigate the impact as much as possible the enactment on this aup change on new content is effective today upload form will warn you Associated tags are missing. Readers may contact you about it. We will not be issuing warnings or bans just yet. Instead, your content will be taken down. You'll be notified accordingly. And they give the timelines and stuff. It's like, please note, you're responsible for checking your submission follows the AAP guidelines for publishing it. Please do not publish content that has been put on hold without verifying this. We apologize for the inconvenience. And then the furries replied, and a lot of them were very embarrassing. Like, of course... You know, doing the whole libertarian argument. Well, what about this? What about that? It's like, oh, does dog need to be 18 or 18 to dog years? It's like, shut the fuck up. And he posted a clarification. Just to clarify, at the minimum of 18, age is 18 years. I'm aware some countries have a lower age limit, but this is unfortunately what we have to go with. Also, it's been suggested that we've been planning this for years, that we were doing this because of some payment process-related matter. This is not the case. This is a concrete legal matter that makes this step unavoidable. Another common question is regarding U.S. law. Unfortunately, this is not related to U.S. law, but still applies to me personally. And since I'm not going to risk jail time over this, we're changing the AUP. And... There's some real dramatic fuckers in the comments where, like, Fuzz... I screen-capped one that was pretty over the top, I think. Where it's like, another site has failed the fandom. Sad, I didn't think it would be this one. And Tamal replies, I'm not going to jail over this. If it means I failed you, then I don't know what to say. And it's like, if you really want to, there is a website for you. And he literally says... I received a letter this morning. It's a matter that can put me in jail. There is simply no way for me to ignore this. It's either this or shutting down the site for good or going to jail next time I travel to that country, which I have to do a lot for work. What would you do? So, And this still wasn't good enough for some of the stupid fuckers. Oh, goodness, no. Lots of people making dumb shit arguments like, why don't you move your hosting to a foreign country? And it's like, it, it, no. Look, there. Look, take your shit elsewhere, please. Also, the other thing is, is that... They know who Tamal is. They've sent him this letter. They know where he works. They know where he has to travel to work, which has, which is a country that has an extradition treaty with his home country. So even if he moves the server to another country, if he still owns it, then he's still quote unquote in possession of child pornography, according to the letter that they sent him. So. Him moving Sofuri to another country isn't actually going to solve his issue 
legally at all, he would have to either shut down the site or completely sell and move all the assets of it to someone else. And, you know, good luck finding someone that wants to take on that level of legal liability Yeah, when they know the situation Mm -hmm. so plus i imagine the country that went out of their way to send him a letter telling him this would probably take umbrage at him trying to get around it right yeah so it's very straightforward honestly Mm -hmm. like do this thing or go to jail and he's like well i'm not going to jail for this fuck you yeah i mean and like for affinity band cup stuff in all forms years ago and and their situation was basically that no payment processor wants to work with us while we have this stuff on our website um because they'd been using like alert pay or something at the time um because that adult material and paypal is bleh, it was squirrely about that so at that point the admins of fa were like no more cup porn because we need money and support from people that donate in order to keep the site online. So if we can't have payment processors, we can't have fur affinity. So the cup porn got to go. Mm-hmm. And, and now in this thing. case, the, it's not a, a monetary issue in this case. It's a literal, you will put this person in jail. And, you know, a lot of these people have that. It's a risk I'm willing to take, sort of. With somebody else's. Take on it. With someone else's ass, yeah. And it's like, well, if Tumal goes to jail... So far he do- dies. So far he goes away. I don't know what you think making that great sacrifice would actually net you at all. And there are many other art and story galleries on the web... I know of at least one furry one that is very cub friendly. Fucking go there or make your own. Yeah. And and cubs actually had their own website many years ago. Like a decade ago, there was one called Cub Central Mm -hmm. that eventually shut down. And I don't know whether it shut down because the admins got tired of adminning it and it was time to move on, which happens to a lot of projects, or whether they were forced to shut down through some legal thing or anything but like it's been done before if you're really that fucking hardcore about it make it yourself make it yourself you know it's like oh it's illegal in your country well why don't you just move to another country like you're telling this guy to do hey at least the country sent him a letter and a warning they didn't just haul his ass they could have waited for the next time he goes into the country and and arrest him they sent him a letter to fix this versus versus arresting him at the border right like hi buddy yeah you're going to jail for what it's a surprise like look oh it's obviously the right of the website admin to choose what's on their website and like that alone is a good enough reason for them to ban it but like the fact that there's like actual legal peril for this person who has to travel across borders for their job like that's a dead that's that's a dead easy giveaway mm-hmm. like and that's kind of what happened um semi-related with uh ai dungeon um so ai dungeon is a ai story engine like you pay money to access it and mm-hmm. turns out people were doing a lot of freaky shit with it and they had to put in a bunch of rules about like what kind of sexual content was allowed and like 
the the gamers were up in arms about it same general types of people and it was because they were violating the terms of the like code that they were using and people are like well why don't you get new code and it's like that's not how this fucking works like these consumers have no idea about the mm-hmm. realities of running a business an online thing like this like if you're using someone's code base you have to follow the the, the rules or you don't kind, get to kind use of it like how general furries don't know what the fuck running a convention is actually yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. but we could rant about that for hours i know well, it may have. be a minor inconvenience but why don't you change your game Rewrite it from scratch to have an entirely different code base so that I can fap to this one very specific thing. And, yeah, right. and like, and what are the odds that the other code base wouldn't also have similar stipulations to protect them legally? Of course, then they'll probably be like, why don't you write your own code? LTC loser, learn to code. <laughs> It's like, well, if you really, 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 really want to do that, you're certainly welcome to do so, but you're not entitled to someone else's site to do that. Or their labor. You're not entitled to their labor Mm -hmm. to do that. And it was just one of those, like, oh, did they ban it for, like, any, like, what reason? And then, like, when it's laid out black and white, I will go to jail for this, and actually, I'm not going to go to jail for this, so this guy gotta go... That's that's easy as hell. Like you don't get to choose someone's freedom over your need to fat to something. Exactly. Um, Go find some other website, write the f- stuff yourself, or, or fuck off, or or make your own. Yeah, you know, and lots of people making spurious arguments about what about all the other things that are illegal in the real world, like um, rape and vor. Uh, <laughs> if you actually cooked and ate somebody, and it's sort of like. Well, I'm sure when X country sends Tumal a letter saying, unless you remove Vor from your site, we're going to arrest you, Vor will go away too. And you know what? If it's a choice between Vor and going to jail, or, or, or not going to jail, I'll take not going to jail. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but like, at least when it comes to what underage content is ruled as actual, like, illegal shit by other countries... Like, that's, you just gotta deal with it, because that's what, and like, this isn't us advocating for it at all, this is just like, look, this is the reality that business owners, like, if you're a person that crosses international borders, and you do business with a website that has stuff that's illegal in that country, and they catch wind of it, congratulations, you're on their radar, and you better dance to their tune, or you might get to see the inside of a foreign jail. And, you know, I'm assuming they're traveling through, like, you know, Europe or North America or whatever so it's not like oh you're gonna be in like I don't know some Malaysian hell prison or the Philippines or something like that but still that's not you you have to make that sacrifice because your freedom's not worth someone jacking off like and that sucks and that's not freedom minded enough I guess for some people but that's just the reality like look we if I'm sure that he pays a lot of money to keep that website online and gets a bunch of donations. Honestly, God forbid it's an American jail. I mean, have you seen... Yeah, that'd be worse. Have you seen the photos of Norwegian jails? I think it was a while ago where it looks like a fucking college dorm. And, like, because the whole idea of jail is supposed to be rehabilitation. You know? You go and you're rehabilitated and you re-enter society and you've you've gotten over the issues that uh, put you there in the first place. And other countries actually help their their ex-cons re-enter society and get them set up with work and a place to live and stuff like that. 
in, in America, um, if I recall correctly, they give you like a hundred bucks and shove you out the gate, and that's it. Yeah, you know, America, especially our privatized uh, prison system, the cruelty of the point, and a lot of slave labor. Lots of slave labor. Uh, the plantation system in Louisiana, congratulations, we still have slave plantations, it's just they're prisoners. Yeah, slavery didn't actually go away, they just changed the name and legalized it. Yep, that explains the title of this episode, I think, though, because, again, you you really, like, no one should be expected to go to jail for your kink. Like, that's that's not reasonable to expect that, and so, like, I was... Vaguely disappointed by the comments, but also not at all surprised when I read through it. Like, most people were reasonable and like, alright, yeah, that, that makes sense. I, that's, nobody should ask you to do that. And there are some weird freaks in the comments that were like, how dare you? You have failed this fan- fandom. Urgh. Whatever, man. It's not that serious. Like, if you really want to, go download that shit off EPUB. Like, so furry lets you do that for stories if the author allows it. Like, archive your shit and fuck off. Like, ugh. On that note, <clears throat> one of the things somebody suggested to him was to take all those stories that they're going to remove and put them in a torrent for people to download. And Tumal rightfully pointed out that he's like, I think that would uh, violate the uh, publishing agreement with the uh, authors because I don't have their permission to put their stories in a torrent and make it freely available to anyone that wants it like mm-hmm. and also why the fuck would he take the time to do that yeah also if he's hosting the torrent he's still in the same legal liability as hosting the stories on the website i mean i know you don't host the torrent per se you let him listen to the wild but you still if he created it, it and put it out there in the first place i'm, I'm they sure would still get him on whatever that. country that has a dim the them view of this would consider it just as much and probably distribution further distribution of it so it would be extremely stupid for him to try to do that so you know sometimes when you're running a business you got to make decisions that you know are best for you and this one incredibly easy like not real no-brainer yeah like if you really want that shit there are other websites go find them but like so furry is not gonna put his creator slash owner in prison to get your rocks off <sighs> wow like that one's a really easy controversial topic i think just like oh yeah this pfft, eat it out the window you know that's not even like that big of a, a slice of the side i'm sure um no someone actually did the numbers on it and it really isn't it was something like four and a half percent of all adult stories that are uploaded or something like that it's 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 not a big amount it's just a chunk but it's not like people are like oh well there's gonna be no stories left and it's like no maybe no no stories that you read homie and that's your own problem (laughs) ah fucking gene bugs it's my turn to be called a pussy. Get off me. <laughs> Eat that guy into the darkness. Yeet. <sighs> so anyways, how about them video games? No, we're not talking about video <laughs> games. Because that leads us into talking about gamers, and then we'll just rant again. Oh, but what about big vampire mommy milkers? <laughs> you know what's so funny about that, though, Fuzz? You know, I, I'm okay with the phrase. That's actually um, amusing. Tall vampire lady. Yes. She's just the first boss. Oh, okay. she, oh, like 
she's she's dead and gone in like two hours of gameplay <laughs> can i talk about tall sorry not even can i talk about marginally tall women for just a moment go for it okay so there's two di- two different tweets here one i don't remember where it, when it first came out but there was a hot take tweet oh, right. a few months ago where somebody was like if you're fucking a woman who's small, um, shorter than 5'2", you're a pedophile. And of course, all all women 5'2 and under were like, excuse me? What the fuck? Anyway, following up on that, somebody else made a, a hot take, which was reposted on a, um, on a Twitter account that makes fun of hot masculinity takes. It basically said, if you're if you're fucking a woman who's taller than five six, I wait, it wasn't even five. Yeah, it was. I think it was five six. That's officially gay sex. Now, so dudes, is it gay to have sex with these women within this three inch eight range? It's not height gay. range. Height range. Yeah, but. like so. I'm like, okay, so you have three inches to work with. They can't be shorter than five two <clears throat> or taller than five six, and it might have been five five. Because I specifically said it's like you've got a three-inch margin of error here. And then you're either, you're not straight anymore. You're either gay or a pedophile. Well, I guess a pedophile could be straight. But either way, you know, you're not how you identify yourself. And I'm just like, it's just such a, a, number one, who the fuck has a problem with tall women? I mean, I guess really insecure men, if if, if their girlfriend is taller than them, might make them insecure, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Like five six is not even that tall. Five seven is two inches taller than I am. Right, like I'm five five. I'm a quote unquote manlet, <clears throat> according to some fuckers. Yeah, apparently manlets are anybody under six feet. So I guess we're both manlets because oh, I'm no. like five eight, and I'm like, please. It's just it's such a stupid misogynistic just yeah homophobic just it's so dumb in so few words i'm honestly impressed so <laughs> shiva has a smug grin on her face yeah, how tall so, are you no, well i'm five six okay. um so siam <laughs> just sent to our uh like house chat he was playing fallout 76 uh-huh and happens to get and they have like some kind of like event that you do i don't I haven't played it, so I don't know, but I know it's like an instance thing, and uh-huh. apparently they ran into Diul in the event, so there's not very many people in there, but it's a local fur friend. It's just, wait! That's a very unusual name. That's a name I know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so like I'm... small world, because that's like a huge thing, and somehow that's out funny. of all the things, you find someone you know. So, what's funny, though, is like, you know, we're talking about this height height quote-unquote discourse mm-hmm. you know instead of starting some discourse how about you start doing your work for discourse so you don't fail oh no god it's even worse sorry shiva you're you're having gay sex um whenever you you sleep with a cis man any sex with a woman taller than five two counts as gay sex wait so <laughs> and it was under five foot was the pedophile one because well, that's a very narrow so that's your margin. Gap. You can sleep with women from five foot zero to five foot two. And either that, you're either have a gay sex or you're a pedophile. Right. 
Well, cause man, that's a really low tolerance. There was for a, error. Yeah, a shitty RP bait post. There was this account that was like, "We're posting RP tips," and either they intentionally typoed it to be people under five seven <laughs> are minor coded, or they meant either they intentionally mistyped it or they actually sincerely meant it. Either way, it was this absolutely demented little account. They got ratioed because it was like having sex with somebody under five seven means you're a pedophile. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, I'm five five. That's bad. Does that mean that I, I I'm jacking off because I'm having? Hmm. Yeah, it's like you know these people with these very weird hot takes and like trying to be authoritative. It doesn't make any sense because when you take them in aggregate, it's like you can't have sex at all because sex is gay. All sex is gay. <laughs> period. Doesn't matter. Gay, 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 gay. What was that other thing we that we used to quote all the time? It's like boobs are gross and the human form is gay. Or- oh right, it was a stupid brony comic. It was making fun of bronies because it was like it was bronies being upset at anthro pony stuff. And oh, because they have boobs up top. Yeah, they're like the human form is gross and boobs are gay. <laughs> and then it was like two feral ponies going at it, and it's like oh yeah, clop clop clop. <laughs> Yeah, the human form is gross, and boobs can be gay, but you know what? That's fine. You know, we work with what we got. The (sighs) human form is gross. That's why they're anthros. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, behold this hideous flesh sack. Actually, do not. Please do not perceive me. So, yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, humanity. We're so messed up. But you know what? We're still kicking it. And, like, you know, these people, they exist online. You know, just remember... Twitter, in many ways, is a game. And if you're not having fun with your friends on Twitter, you're losing. The only way to win is not to play. Yeah, actually. You yeah. know, um, I was telling folks. I've been winning longest. Like, I, <laughs> I have severely disconnected from Twitter. Yeah. Um, I've been doing the occasional retweet and the occasional mandatory pick of Adam. Very little interaction, you know, lurking on my, you know, priv account and faving the porn I want to fave. And not involving myself with the wider furry fandom on twitter.com has been very pleasant for my mental health. Like, it's weird because, like, I like furry stuff and I love my friends here in town, but by God, the greater internet furry fandom can eat a fat dick, which is kind of bad when I'm putting out a podcast that's downloaded by people all over the internet. But, like, when it comes to Twitter discourse gremlins, man, I don't need it. Like, shit. Discourse gremlins. That's a good term. Well, I mean, you know, like, it's the people that, that do the shit about height, or, oh, if you like this kink, you're bad, or, or, if or you're, attacking uh, artists. If your fursona has a knot on his yeah, dick. Yeah, you know, fuck <laughs> off with that. Yeah. Like, well, don't forget, I'm a tour, therefore I'm a zoo. You no, know, I mean, you're the spine lines all over the fucking place, Shiva. Well, I got a lot of spine. You got two yeah. spines it's like l-shaped you know you got the couch thing going on but also like you're horizontal and you know and you're... vertical i'm mixing my orientation oh my god <laughs> it's I'm like mixing fabrics <laughs> <laughs> the angles that go everywhere <laughs> the, the the spine line is a right angle this is this is very problematic <laughs> um it's possible to have so many libs that you wrap around from being feral to being bipedal again (laughs) (laughs) but then but wait wait if a tar stands on their hind legs they're too tall and it's gay (laughs) (laughs) 
We're, we're working it out, guys. Well, most 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 jackats have uh, both anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, all jackats have both. Ah, okay. That's yeah. right. That's actually in the. It's in the. It's, ca- it's the species Bible. Yeah, it, it's, it's one canon. of the things that makes a jackat is that they have both. They're hermaphrodites <laughs> from a Star Trek fanfic. Yeah. That's taken Wait, off. <laughs> no, the Chakats are started out as a oh, Star Trek right. fanfic. That's yep. why there's so many of the early, so much of the early Chakat art. They're all wearing Starfleet uniforms. Yeah. Yep. Because Bernard Duve was a huge Star Trek nerd. Yep. yep. It was his original original species. Feel free to take. It was an open species. None of this closed species bullshit back in the day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Chakats. If you go to what, what chakat.org, mm-hmm. like the website's still around from like 1989 or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has all his, all, all the official Chakat lore. So. Oh, please tell me it's like the original Space Jam site and it's just not updated. Oh, oh it's it's pretty it's, far it's behind. It's some GeoCities-ass GeoCities. Like, it's, <laughs> it's Sabrina Online website type stuff. I mean, it it's just never been updated you know because that would be pulling it all down and rewriting yeah exactly it's like why do that look it's it's a relic of bygone days but also like still canon so you know whatever there's a couple of things about the early web that i think were neat ideas that i kind of miss like links pages i think were good as as a place to be like hey if you like my stuff or you want to find the stuff that that I'm interested in? Here are here are my friends, or here are other websites that I frequent. Also, frankly, web rings were kind of kind of neat. I liked web rings. Yeah, I thought that was a cool idea. We should bring it back. But then again, that was also everybody having their own personal website instead of all being on FA or prior Platforms. to that VCL. Yeah, I remember writing. I had a fucking tripod site like way back in the day when I was. Like sixteen, seventeen, I had a tripod website that had I my had proto furry art on it, and mm-hmm. like it had frames and a links page, and it was part of a web ring, and linked to my favorite web comics, and had you know the 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 blood drippy bar and the spinny skull and the <laughs> and under construction. No, no flash. This was pre flash. No blinkies. No, no. Well, blink tags was still wasn't depreciated at that point, so there could be blink tags, but I wasn't obnoxious. Of course, I was also watching. Walk, yeah, I was also writing raw HTML and Notepad, referencing a, a textbook. Same. Mm-hmm. Like I was, and, and by writing on Notepad, I mean physically writing it on a piece of paper. Oh, sitting because <laughs> this, this is, this is how. This is how old, right? We're all old here. <laughs> no, this this is how the web worked back then. You wrote out HTML longhand, and that if someone emailed you to ask you for your website, you got their address, you mailed them the HTML. Well, <laughs> check out my website. <laughs> no, when I was when I wrote my first website, it was like HTML 1.1. I had gotten a textbook from the library, mm-hmm. and I was, this was back, I was like 15, and it was like, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, my parents ran the kitchen at our church, and I wasn't home, I was with them, so I was sitting down in the seating area with a textbook and a notepad, writing down the website, and going home and typing it into actual, like, MS notepad, and throwing it into Internet Explorer to see if it worked. That was how I got my earliest website up. Oh, you learned to code. I learned to code way back in the day. Um, This was in, like, 97, 98. 
I used uh, Netscape Composer for my early website. But like, I had a it was a textbook, and I had a notepad, and I was like referencing it and like writing out what I wanted, and then I went home and typed it all up. It was like back in the day of typing in the code to run games on an Atari. I just realized there's probably some 25 year old listening to this going, "What the fuck is Netscape?" <laughs> oh, it's or, or what using, became Firefox, or using Alta Vista. Wait, hang on, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I did. Uh, were they the same company? Or I don't know exactly history, but they did eventually. Netscape did morph into Firefox. No oh. kidding! I didn't actually know that. The more you fucking know. Cool. And then, oh god, I remember it when a long this is welcome to Gray Muzzle Corner again, um, <laughs> where we get to talk about how like there are websites like this website's better under Netscape. Yeah. Fuck MS with a cat symbol. Yeah, I, 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 our next um, podcast name we'll just call Gray Muzzle Corner. <laughs> hey, you know, like. Look, our listener audience is probably on the older end as it is. Like, we've got folks like Woiro. So our favorite antacids are the very flavored ones. Yeah. <laughs> the, look, look. if I'm taking antacids, fuck the mint, give me the berry. Same for my pri- my uh, Omeprazole. I gotta get the berry flavored ones, not the unflavored, because they're gross. They stick to my tongue. But flavored, that's good. <laughs> and by God, I can't have too spicy before I go to bed, or I just wake up at 3 a.m. and got a bunch of antacids. Oh my God. All right, I kids. love that, like, we kind of started and ended this podcast with drug talk. Like, she gave, Shiva gave me a box of sleep aids, and now we're talking about antacids. Look, you know... We're old. We're old. Um, <laughs> it is May. I'll be 38 in six weeks. Actually, five weeks. All the 16, 70-year-old furries are like, fuck you. <laughs> You're you know, honestly, not old. If we have anybody that old listening, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. But, like, we do have some older furries listen to this. And that's relatable, you know? We're, we are th- a... We are probably the oldest continually running podcast in this fucking fandom. And that's weird to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are. And we have gotten much older over the course of this show. <laughs> and so, like, when it comes to, like, oh, taking questionable drugs to sleep at night and, you know, talking about antacids, that's just the nature of the thing. And so, like, but the people that have been with us from the beginning, they've all gotten older, too. And so it's hashtag relatable, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Um, but it is 10 o'clock. So as gray muzzles, we have to go to bed. And Actually, all of our hips are acting up from sitting down. So Oh, um, man. And I walked all that distance today and my <laughs> knees are hurting. Oh, oh. Oh, it's going to rain. <laughs> Oh, anyways, so we should wrap this up because I have to edit this tomorrow before we go out and have fun this weekend, Fuzz. We're going to go to Bucky's and get up to some trouble. Yeah, we're going to get some fuckies at the Bucky's. Yeah, because you know they they clean every stall afterwards, so you could do anything in there. Yeah, um, (laughs) you could. Um, Anyways, so... You, you can email the show if you want. Uh, Southpostcast.gmail.com. You can tell us we're old and uh, old and or gay. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Southpostcast. Um, oh, actually, hey, there's a quick note from Kyle. So you can email us at Southpostcast.gmail.com. And hey, kids, there's an email from a famous author, Kyle Gold. 
Uh, Mask Effect. Hey guys, just a quick thank you for your support of continuing to wear masks, especially at gatherings like FurryCons. At two of the last three conventions I attended, MFF 2019 and FC 2020, a whole bunch of people I know came back with con crud, in some cases so serious that after the fact we were wondering if it was early COVID-19. Now that masks are more common, and as you note, a whole lot of furry artists are making cool ones, I foresee wearing them for a while. And another benefit, helps confuse facial recognition software in public spaces. Keep up the good yapping, Kyle. So... On that note, the yeah, whole Fur Planet crew got sick as hell at FC 2020. Mm. And, like, we're not sure. We don't think anybody had COVID at this point because none of us had the specific COVID symptoms. A lot of people just had what seemed like a flu. Wasn't that in January? Yeah. Yeah, and they it started, like, showing up in the U.S., like, around late middle February. Though I think they traced back They've a couple. They rolled it back to november oh really last i heard it might be even different now last i heard some of the early cases showed up as far back as november they just didn't know what they were looking at and couldn't test for it. right yeah and um but yeah my whole crew got sick with something yeah you was miserable i remember yeah like it was it was a worst con crud uh we'd, we'd ever had and like i had not had con crud in quite a while which you know i've had lucked out the past couple of years at tff and considering i live in the den mm-hmm. as much as a dealer if not more yeah you're around all the dealers you're around all the people shopping from all the dealers which yeah is i mean a i good am chunk of the con. you come I into am... contact with literally every person at the con probably mm-hmm yeah. So, and but I've looked out the past couple ones, but you can bet that you and after all this is passed, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be masking up for mm-hmm. just. And, also, and, you just wear a mask with a muzzle on it, and it's like a low budget fursuit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I got two really cute skunk ones. I got some other ones. I got a, a tiger one that I got. I'm gonna be rock my ones with the LEDs built in it that like, like flash different colors what i want shit. to get is um you know whatever on it but i w- actually want to get like embroidered or printed on like one cheek shiva mm-hmm. instead of like somebody so somebody's not staring at my badge you know oh right yeah just put it like along the jawline mm-hmm. that'd be I think, cool yeah, yeah i i should uh, have like shop it for planet.com on what, on, what you do is you, you just get, do fuzzwolf for planet we get yeah. you get some lo- get the logos on the cheeks yeah, that yeah. would be cool. There you go. Or a logo on one cheek, and then you know, Fuzz Wolf on one side. You know, it makes it if you everybody at the Fur Planet table has their own. It makes you all kind of like you know. So, like we said, like we said, it's early episode. We're going to continue wear masks at events, and like I said, you're going to find my ass masked at Siesta later this year. Yes, because I masked up at Fiesta 2020 because I specifically didn't want to get concrud, and I didn't. And I have not been sick for over a year, and I would like to keep that streak going. Well, most I've had is tummy issues. Yeah. You know? So, social media-wise, like I said, stepping back, you can go to furplanet.com, though, and buy some books. Woo! Yes, please do. Thank buy you. Buy some books, com. You should totally buy some books there. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash healthpodcast, and uh, toss a buck our way. Now that we're we'll back... We'll buy more microphone cables with it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now that we're back into a seeing people mode... We can actually do some bonus content for the patrons. Um, we recently, like, we probably could have done this if we wanted to, sat down, because we've recently watched all of Interspecies Reviewer and all of Monster Musume, um, which is, you know... And you did your homework from last week. We didn't talk about it. Which one? Oh. Shadow and Bone. Yes! Oh, shit. Well, yeah! 
Um, Ajax and I watched all of Shadow and Bone in, in the last and week. And so did we. And, uh, yeah, you got, we have all watched it now. Um, well, oh, we I shouldn't love... put out too many spoilers for people that haven't, but, uh. Why don't we try to do a recording, like, next week and talk about it? Sure. So we can actually do some, like, patron content that you could be on, Shiva. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's, do need to get back on the patron grind, because... Now that we're back and we're here, each other, I'm touching Fuzzle's arm. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm jacking it. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> and that wasn't that, my that's, arm. That, that special upper tier patron yeah. content. <laughs> uh, no one's fought that level yet. Yeah. <laughs> Southpawscast at gmail.com is our email address. Patreon.com slash Southpawscast. And, you know, keep on listening and hopefully we'll be able to get some content out together. Like, we might talk a bit about our experiences this weekend after the fact, maybe, or just be like, we had a really good time. Let's talk about Netflix. Because, like, we watched all of Jupiter's Legacy this last week. I need was... to watch that and then we can talk about that one, too. It was okay. All right, so. That's what I heard. It was it was not bad. Not amazing, but not bad. Yeah. Mm. So, on that note, good night. And buy books. <laughs>